There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, the independent lifestyle desk's weekly podcast on love, dating and relationships. Hosted by me, Rachel Hosey, assistant lifestyle editor. And me, Olivia Petter, lifestyle writer. Dating today is a world away from what it was even just 10 years ago. With dating apps, millennials are finding it harder to meet people than ever before. And even when we do, who's to say we won't be ghosted? So that's why we decided to launch Millennial Love as two long-time singletons in their 20s, talking candidly about all of the things everyone is doing, but not always willing to admit. Today we are delighted to welcome fashion influencer and former Love Islander Montana Brown. Hello everyone, I'm so excited to be here. That was one of the best hellos I've ever heard. Good, I like to make it a bit jazzy, you know, pop in there because everyone's like, you're so right. <laughs> yeah. You're so right. That was fantastic. I loved that. I even did jazz hands, like people could actually see me, but they can't. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Is that how you entered the villa with that confidence, though? I can't remember the start of last last year. I season. just with a big old fat smile on my face, but people were always like, "Why does she smile so much?" And I'm like, "Okay, didn't realize that was a crime." <laughs> I feel like there are worse things to be criticized yeah, I know. for. I feel like that's quite an attractive quality as well. Um, but we are so excited to have Montana here, and we know the listeners are as well because obviously. Everyone is obsessed with Love Island. We're obsessed. You're obsessed. We're all My obsessed. My grandma's obsessed. Really? Yeah. She is. She's very obsessed. It's a bit weird. She's like, did you see what happened last night? I'm I like, really I haven't that. caught up. Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> it is a commitment, isn't it? It's taken over my life. I like, I don't gym much anymore because I'm like, can you watch Love Island? My social life's taken a hit. You're like, I need to be back by nine. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> no, exactly. I'm like, I will maybe do some social plans, but only if they end at 8.15. Yeah. So I have enough time to Agreed. get home. Um, fantastic. What we're going to start with today is, um, if you listen to last week's episode, you may recall that Olivia and I decided we would write bios for each other's dating app profiles and then see how we got on with our swipes and our chats for the week ahead. Well, it's the week just gone. So, Olivia, would you like to commence and... Yeah, I'm not sure. I didn't do the greatest work on this, to be honest. But um, why don't you start by saying what your bio was before and then say what I created for you? (laughs) Okay, so before I've gone through a few different, you know, personality reinventions on my bio. Uh, The most recent one when Rachel decided to change it was... What did you have first, though? Oh, first? Yeah, what was your existing bio? No, no, that's what I'm saying. The existing bio before you decided to change it was... Getting shaky after school since 1994, I think. Oh, yeah. And and Rachel didn't get that because she didn't know the song. I know the song. I don't know the song. What's the song? Right, Getting shaky you. with who? Getting shaky after school. You, you do know the song. Oh, I have to sing it again. Go on. <gasps> Baby, get shaky after school. Oh, oh yes, I do go. know. But then I don't think that's... Oh, that's almost like I wouldn't be I wouldn't actually yeah. be able to quote exactly. that song. Exactly. Yeah, I thought yeah. It was, that was my thought. I thought it was less niche. Anyway, so I got rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rachel kindly decided to change it to, <laughs> um, let's see, may very well arrive on a date in flares, a fluffy jacket and pink flat forms. It's called Fashion Brenda, look it up. 
Which I, I think she thinks <laughs> is Fashion hilarious. Brenda. That's a quote. It's a meme. It's called Fashion Brenda. Look at it. I up. know that that's a meme, but the oh reference, my goodness, it, both of yours are actually awful. <laughs> like if I was if I was on Tinder, if I was on a dating thing, and I I'd be like goodbye, I goodbye. Know. It's awful. It makes me sound really arrogant. It makes me sound like I'm so stylish and but so you, quirky and so are, kooky. You are arrogant, stylish, and quirky. <gasps> I mean, okay. I'm <laughs> Not really sure how to handle that. There's a lot to digest there. Um, I feel like you need to go simple, like to the point, something that like you're actually interested in. Like for example, mine, when I was on dating apps, mm. I was like, if you're a smoker, don't swipe for me. I, it was basically all the things that if you do, like if you roll up those cigarettes and put your own tobacco in it, don't hit me up. Those kind of things. Just like a list of things that like, if you do these following things, do not bother talking to me. See, I kind of respect that, but I I know that when I see things like that on guys' bios, I hate it. Really? I'm like, why are you being so, like, persi- what's the word? Prescriptive. Yeah, yeah, but I wouldn't go out with a smoker, for no, example. Fair play, to be honest with you, yeah. I agree. I think that's good. If you have an absolute rule on something, it's quite good to state it. Yeah. Anyway, basically, <laughs> I was trying to not make this bio sound like me. So I, I had to fight all my urges because it was meant to be for you. But then, granted, I didn't spend too long thinking about this. But the question is, have you got on and have you had any matches? I have, yeah, but no more or less than I had before. Like, the, the more time I spend on it, the more matches I would typically get. To be honest, I don't think the boys I match with even read the bio because well, none of them mention uh, it. Oh, have they? did they not mention no. it? No, although actually one person referenced it. Um, Do they get it? They said something about Brenda, look it up. See, there you go. They got it. (laughs) Yeah, they got it. Great talking point. And then they were asking about my pink platforms. Because to be fair, in one of my pictures, I am dressed up like a bunny rabbit wearing pink platforms. That makes it sound like Bridget Jones. It's not like that. I mean, I went to a Alice in Wonderland themed birthday party and I'm wearing a tutu and some like pink platform shoes. Well, see, I didn't even know that when I wrote the bio, but clearly it was fantastic. But this is the thing, like, you kind of want your bio to be a talking point or to be some something that you can then chat about or re- not to be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. How's your weekend? I do think this one makes me sound like an arrogant sasspot, though, so I might change it. Well, fine. Because <laughs> even if you think that that's the way I am, I don't want boys to think that that's the way I am. Fine. <laughs> anyway, so my bio formally read... Which is hilarious, might I add. I think I put a lot more thought into yours than you did into mine. Sorry. All right, thank you for that. Let's not turn this into a fight. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to put PJ. you down. <laughs> <laughs> so before Livy got her hands on my bio, mine said, peanut butter aficionado, optimist, grammar nerd, coriander averse, food and fitness fan, five foot nine, trilingual and ready to mingle, three emojis, champagne flute, avocado, <laughs> weightlifting woman. <laughs> okay, I know, I know, but we're not critiquing this bio. That's, no, not, that's Roman, not what we're doing. Roman I actually think that. that's all right. Oh, thank you, Montana. Did Roman do that? No, well, he criticised it when he said we did it my, a few weeks so ago. I, I used too long words. Yeah. Like, no, I think it's hilarious. I think trilingual, that's good. People are like, oh, she speaks three languages. What languages do you speak? Exactly. Anyway, Livy changed it too. I like brunch, avocados, prosecco, weightlifting, and emojis. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not basic, I promise. I just really like avocados. Okay, that's actually quite good. Thank you, Montana. Thank With you very much. No emojis, <laughs> though. So it's No, like, because mm. cause I just thought, you know what? You go overkill on the emojis. But to no, say... Let your words be the emojis. To say you like <laughs> emojis and not use emojis, it's like... Do you really like it's a bit though? like contradictory? I do get that, but I do quite like it. You're kind of just using the words, but then I liked your one before as well. I thought that was quite funny. 
They're and it's a bit like informative. Vibe. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It says a bit about you. Like most people are not trilingual. You are trilingual. Aren't you? I am. You're not just faking no, it. No, true, true story. I was going to say because I've actually done that. I saw my LinkedIn profile. I speak Spanish and French, and I definitely don't. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's you know that's. I about. think we all do that. If you did it for GCSE, whack it, it on the CV. It <laughs> totally counts. For sure. Did um, anyone mention your new sparkling spanking new buyer? Well, this is the thing. I had the same experience in that I don't think it really made much difference. I still got some matches. I've still been chatting to a few guys. I haven't really notice my match rate go up or go down which confirms what we feared in that boys don't read bios nope. they only care about what you look like they're just going to look at your picture they're not going to swipe based on a bio I reckon they look at the bio at some point like if maybe you've been after speaking. you match yeah. yeah then they'll maybe look at it I think I think I used to look at the bios but that's because like I'm a bit a bit of a bitch like I just like to nitpick everything I, I always do. look at the bios yeah. I'm picky I like and as soon as we match I'm gonna be looking at your LinkedIn to be honest yeah I mean I <laughs> do your prospects are. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might not look at the bio initially before swiping but then after I've swiped if it's a match I'll always look at the bio and then decide if I want to actually speak to them based on interesting. that interesting well yeah. speaking of bios this week for bio of the week um, we're actually gonna do a bio that we dislike as opposed to one we do like um, and I think you'll see why as soon as I read it. This is from Zacharias, 37. Yes, quite old. Mm. He goes... Sorry, wait, What? What? what's your maximum age limit on... 37. Okay. Just I recently realised older men can be fit too. Oh my gosh, it's not. <laughs> How old are you? 25. No, that's too old. I, I was that's way say, too old. It is quite old. Yes, they're nearly 40. Like Their sperm's probably not going to work. They've probably got, you I know. Mean, I'm not desperate for kids anytime soon. <laughs> in the future, you're gonna have to get them to freeze their sperm. <laughs> I don't think that's an issue. With no, men. I don't think that's a thing. We've okay, seen hairlines, I <laughs> I mean, I'm partial to an eye crinkle. Oh really? Oh no, I just couldn't. Everything goes south. <laughs> I'm not gonna say anything else, but <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, right, thanks, girls. Um, back to Zacharias's bio. Yeah, yeah. He said. I have a wicked sense of humour and I'm oh, not afraid to wicked. use it. I'm going to say that again. Sorry. <laughs> I have a wicked sense of humour and I'm not afraid to use it. Please don't be fat in real life. Yes, I'm fully aware my cat is prettier than you'll ever be. Get over it. <gasps> this is why you don't go for 37-year-olds. They just have no sense of like... They're just ridiculous. I feel like this guy cannot be a representation of all 37-year-olds. This guy just can't be a real human being. Please don't be fat in real life. Are you having a laugh? It just sounds like an, an awful, awful Get human. over it. Yeah. This is why he's single and this is why he's 37 yeah. and exactly. single. And he wonders why. Yeah, exactly. 37 and single and clearly got his age range down to 25, if not lower as well. Yeah. So, like, mm. so it's also you like, come on, mean. like take some notes, like have a realisation, have an epiphany that you're 37 and single. Mm -hmm. Let's go through why mm -hmm. that is. Oh God, if you come across Zacharias on your dating apps, do not swipe right, ladies. To be fair, yeah. Maybe I, maybe this is a sign I should I should go back to maybe like 30 tops. Yeah, mm -hmm. 30 tops. Yeah, I think, mine is, I think mine's 33. Mine would be like 28. I really? Think I, yes. How old are you? 22. Gosh, I well yeah. So then that's six. Yeah. Um, do you know what? I just think I've had a brief thing recently where I met someone older who was fit, and then I decided maybe how old? Forty something. No, no, no. <laughs> Does it go up that high? No, that's not okay. No. Do not do that because imagine like if you're ready for kids in like four or five years, I'll be like fifty. Yeah. No, you're right. You're Don't right. waste you're your right. time. No, okay, I know. Find some of my own age. Find Excellent. a spring chicken. Oh, yes, but also not a child because that's not okay. No. <laughs> Okie dokie, I'm glad we've cleared this yeah. up. <laughs> Guys, 
Let's talk about Love Island, our favourite topic of discussion for basically the whole summer. Montana, I think we should start by asking you your thoughts on the current series. Who do you like and who do you not like? Um, I think at the beginning, my thoughts were, it's a bit dry. A lot of people have said this. It was very hard to get into. I found it really hard to get into just because I didn't actually really laugh that hard when mm. I was watching it. And then as it got to kind of week two, week three, that's when like I really started to like Laura. Um, I really loved Danny kind of from day dot actually. Um, loved Jack. Original Jack. Original Jack. Mm. Um, all of the newbies, I'm not a fan. Like they're all just really like wet lettuce, not really my flavor. Very average looking Joes. I agree, they are brown bread, margarita pizza, weak orange juice. Yeah. That is their vibe. Wow, that was scathing yeah <laughs> sometimes a margarita is delicious i agree danny and jack are the best yeah they are no so too actually and you know how often you have to vote for your cu- the couple you like most and i was always voting with danny and jack and then when it said vote for the individual islanders you like best and i realized individually they're still my faves yeah um it's interesting about this i feel like um do we just not warm to the newer people so much because we didn't know them as well i don't think so because for example like chris was new in your year, yeah, yeah, that's true. In my year, um, so that's Jamie someone, came in right. Jamie at the came end. in at the end, so I, I don't think it's a case of that. I almost think even like some of the girls, they're just not personable mm. and they're not relatable. Like Megan, not gonna lie, not a fan. Mm. Ellie, not a fan. Mm. Um, who else? Georgia. Oh, I like her. I don't know. I think I've. She was one of my favorites from the beginning. I think, and then. I do get it. Like, she can be a bit annoying sometimes with the whole loyal comments. Yeah, the loyal thing is, like, oh. a bad... <laughs> like, no, I'm loyal. It's I'm a jingle loyal. that needs to die. We get it. We get it. I'm trying to think who else I don't like because there was definitely someone... I really didn't like Adam. Like, I just found him so cringy. Oh, no. He made I'm me feel a bit him. sick. And it's all like, come on, guys. Like, you've got a pair of eyes. Like, why are you going for the same type of guys? Mm. I can see why they do, though. He's good looking, but he's the exact guy that I would avoid. I'd rather go out with someone who's really, really ugly. Then looks like that and is that awful. Mm. Same. Fair play. Anyway, we've got basically so, so many questions that we want to ask you because I am just, I feel like Love Island is quite shrouded in mystery in many ways. Yeah. And there's a lot of secrets around it. And we want to, we want to know the detail. Okay. Hit me. Hit me. So one of my first questions is, do they get clothes delivered into the villa or do you have to arrive with like, eight weeks worth of clothes you have to arrive with eight weeks worth of clothes but the only thing that is good is that when people leave you're like oh my god i'm so sad to see you go but can i have that dress (laughs) (laughs) you just try and like steal people's stuff when they leave you're like oh you're not gonna need that give that to me (laughs) because i feel like you don't even see that many sort of repeated outfits does everyone come with like 20 bikinis yeah everyone comes with 20 bikinis i'd say 20 20 to 30 dresses and then obviously like you're exchanging dresses mm. with people everyone right. wears each other's stuff interesting i know okay next question i read somewhere that everyone in the villa gets like one day off per week where there's no cameras and they're allowed into town true or no that is absolutely not true so i wish that was true but it's not because basically all of the locals because it's filmed in mallorca yeah. all of the locals they cottoned on that the show's on so even when with that like even when we went out i think we went out once when the the boys went out for a boys day and the girls went out for a girls day and it was te- it was televised and people were just like hounding us down the streets and stuff so really? yeah it's more ag than it's worth i think for the producers but that is absolutely not true so you literally just stayed in the villa yeah 
unless oh. we're going on a date, which they would hire out kind of like a whole cafe or like a whole, right. like somewhere. And can I ask, what's the deal with alcohol? You only get, um, most of the time it's one beverage a night. Really? And that, at are most, they strict about that? Yeah, they're really strict about that. Um, or at, at a push, it's two. Seriously? Yeah. And is that just because they don't want everyone getting pissed? I just think ITV is like a very like family orientated show. Like mm. they, they don't want people getting pissed. They, they're very aware that they've got quite a young audience, which mm. is why they've kind of clamped down on the whole smoking as well mm. from last year. Yeah. So I just think it's it's not really there what they want to portray. Would everyone just then like savor one drink and try and make it last hours? Yeah. And like, I remember when I was on air, I never wanted to drink the alcohol because I'm not a massive drinker. Right. So that people used to actually fight over <gasps> who could have yours. Who could have mine, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But what about when, you know, sometimes when it's like one, a new person comes in and they get to take out like three girls or boys on a date and these these suitors come to them one by one when they're like in a field or something. And it seem, it looks like every day, every time a new person comes, a new bottle of... Well, the girls have a, a fresh drink every single time they go on the date, but the boy obviously has three drinks. Mm. That's kind oh. of an exception Goodness. if you're on a date or something. Okay. Oh gosh, you probably get hammered if you're not if you're used you. You end up getting drunk off of nothing. Uh, but why is that? I don't know. I think it's just because the heat and stuff. Maybe it's the heat, dehydration, Cabin the juice fever. Probably. Yeah, it's re- it's a really weird kind of situation. I don't think most people understand that it is actually quite tough. Like people just think, oh, they're on holiday. Like they're having such a f- fantastic time. Um, but imagine like not speaking to your friends and family for a month. Yeah, no, I think it must be really tough and you have no access to the outside world at all. So no. like, for example, the people in the villa right now have no idea that England is playing in the semi-final of no, the World Cup tonight. They have no idea. That's nuts. Exactly. Like it's very surreal. Did you Did you go a bit like mental with not getting out that's why i find it so hilarious whenever they get a text being like oh you're going to do this and everyone goes mental and everyone's like calm down love but yeah i guess I, you you don't kind of have your friends like say if for example you have an argument with your, your boyfriend and you haven't got your friend to be like look leave him to just rest for like yeah. a couple of hours think about it sleep on it then talk to him tomorrow then you're like okay cool you don't have anyone to do that so you're like oh no, no and you start popping off at people about nothing and you kind of i think you over-dramatise things, not because you want to, but more because everything's a lot more intense. So mm. you just your mood just kind of swings a lot more than it normally would. So when you were in there, were you thinking the whole time about like how I'm coming across on camera no. and you just live in your life? I was actually farting all the time. <laughs> and no, I'm so glad it wasn't actually televised that often. Like yeah. a lot of other people got caught farting, but I was farting all the time. Oh, you <laughs> and like they and I'm, I was just really chuffed that that wasn't because I completely you forget like yeah. you're not aware that the cameras are there because they're all hidden. Really? But, yeah. Even though it looks like they're like for like zooming in quite closely at some point. But it? they're all fixed or like they're hidden by a tree or like they're mm. in a bush or they're all very, very camouflaged. Wow, that's so clever. That's yeah. really clever though because I guess it makes you behave more like yourself. Exactly. But you when people are like, oh, they've got a game plan, it's so tough to have a game plan. Like yeah. honestly, I, I genuinely don't think that people go in there being like, oh, I'm going to have a game plan. Or if they do, once they get there, kind of goes out the window because mm. that is your support network whilst you're in there and like you need it otherwise you'd probably go insane so interesting back to the booze thing though yeah <laughs> <laughs> like wh- how, how much choice do you get in what you drink is it nice stuff do they just give you like really you can choose you can choose between red wine white wine beer prosecco i think that's it yeah and, but who is actually there to stop you having more than one so there's a larder Okay. Okay. Did you have you have you seen it? It's like next to the toaster. 
people coming in and yeah. out of the larder. Yeah. So that's where the water filters are. But so in the larder, there's another door that goes out the back that they lock. Okay. So that's how they deliver food. They've, oh my God. So our side of the door will be locked. You can hear them in there putting stuff in there. They'll lock their door and then unlock our door. Got it. And, and so they only put a certain amount of booze in every evening. Yeah. So like, for example, they'll put a wine bottle in there and it w- say if only two people have wine, it will be half a wine bottle and that's two portions. Wow. So you have what you have like put your order in advance or something? Yeah. At dinner time. Oh my God. Okay, and now let's talk about food. So, how does that work? Do because you, you you know sometimes obviously we see like oh this is a challenge where the boys have to cook for the girls or something or or sometimes it's things like that. Or last year was it Jamie, Jamie who made the avocado happy birthday toast? Yeah. For, or like sometimes you've seen the guys making breakfast for the girls as well. And what how does the food thing work? So breakfast time, um, we cook breakfast. So they just put everything in the fridge, the bacon, Mm -hmm. eggs, avocados, toast. They provide all of that, but you have to cook your own breakfast. Lunch and dinner is completely catered for. So you have like salads, a choice of meats, pudding. It's just all brought in. Yeah. So it's it's, again, like with the larder. So they'll lock our side of the door, put all of the food in and then, yeah. And when you're eating together, because those scenes aren't ever really filmed, are they? When you're all having the catered Yeah, but that's because every single time we eat, so especially um, it's only for dinner, um, that's when the producers come and change your mics. All the sound people come in and change your mics, the batteries for your microphones. So Okay, I have a producer question for you. I'm not done with food. Sorry, Rachel. Okay, go on. Um, (laughs) Is it actually nice food? Really nice food. And are you allowed to request certain things? Or is it just like you get what It's you're just given? like you get what you're given, but like you obviously before you go on you give like things that you like, things that you don't like. Mm. I I'm a, I was allergic to nuts, so like no nuts were allowed on the premises, which was quite good. <laughs> um but yeah, like it was really really yummy food, like really nice food. And do people actually eat a lot? Because I'd read a thing with I can't remember it was someone from last year who wasn't in it very long, basically gave an interview to I can't remember who it was saying um the guys don't eat all day so that they can A, look ripped and B, like get buzzed off one drink in the evening. True or no? False. Mm. Literally so false. Like everyone's starving. Everyone wants that food. Mm. It was so yum. And also it just kind of, no one's thinking about starving themselves. Like I think as an outsider, I can see now that people are like, oh, they're obviously doing that because they're on camera and like they're Mm. thinking about what they're looking like. No one's thinking about what they're looking like. Hence like, you see people without makeup on by the, like, the third day because yeah. no one cares. Like, I was running right. around with pseudo on my face before bedtime. Like no one cares. <laughs> Do you get bored? Like yeah, like they have to yeah. tell you to get out of bed, and because you don't, you never know what the time is. That's so weird. So, oh my god, no! What about on the phones? No, they're all different times, <gasps> so you never know what time it is. Oh my god, that's crazy. Yeah, so like they'll wake you up just by putting the lights on, although it, right. it'll be like a voiceover, just being like Islanders, time to get up. I and feel then like you're it's like, like being in the Hunger Games. Yeah, that's you're like, so mad. You're like, no, surely not. And is it true that you're not allowed to bring books or anything? No. Wow. So you literally just sit there talking around about each other's relationships all yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> I remember me and Camilla once we were talking about which hymns we liked at school and like singing <laughs> loads of hymns, and like someone came in and was like, yeah. That's not interesting. Um, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay, right. This so great. Can I ask my producer question yes. now? Right. How involved are the producers with the day-to-day running of the villa? So, like, for example, the hymn thing. How often do they come and interrupt conversations or try and provoke conversations or certain interactions? So, people kind of think that everything's really staged. And, like, it's not staged in the sense that they might be like, oh... Um, 
Camilla, pull Montana aside and just talk to her, like see how she's feeling about Alex. Mm. Or, you know, they might say something like that. Or if a challenge has just happened, they'll say, oh, Montana, go up to the beach hut and talk about the challenge and what you thought and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, like they'll say stuff like that. Or there's there's a couple of occasions where, especially if like the it's getting to kind of afternoon and the sun's in a weird place, if you're having a conversation where it's really, really dark, they'll be like, look, we can't really see you very well over there. And the right. conversation's really good. Can you just quickly start that conversation over there, like, but in the sun? Sure. Okay. But they never really, like, manipulate. No, they're not going to tell you. They never, ever tell you what to say. And I think sometimes people kind of get this impression that, oh, like, they might be really nasty, but I, it's obviously just how they've been edited. It's mm. like they can't edit you to, like, what you say. They can't either... You've you've got to say it. It's got to come out of your mouth. And they're only just airing what you've said. Mm. So... That's good. I yeah, that's good. it's interesting. I think it's actually much more authentic than people think because you look at... Uh, to be honest with you, I presumed it was all authentic. I wasn't thinking it was like Main Chelsea or something. No, well, I guess the reason why I think it is is because I'm watching this show called Unreal at the moment, which is about, I, I think I've spoken about it on the podcast yeah. before, which is written by an ex-producer of a show called The Bachelor in the US, which oh, is yeah. sort of like that more extreme version of Love Island where it's like one male suitor. Fight to the death. Yeah, 20 female contestants fighting for him and he proposes to the winner at the end and the way that the contestants are manipulated in this fictional show called Unreal is just absurd. <laughs> and so it's just made me really skeptical. I think that a lot of, of shows probably are really scripted. Yeah. And I can see why a lot of people might think that because it is just so entertaining. But when you put so many different people from so many different backgrounds and everyone's got different points of view and values, there's going to be so many arguments and that yeah. is genuinely just how it is. Like, can you imagine being stuck with someone that you just don't like yeah. for like a month? Like, arguments are bound to happen. Like, I thought I was going insane at some points just because when you don't get along with someone, you don't want to spend 24 hours a day with them mm. or even see them. And you just have to put up with it. And it's just the most weird situation where normally in any other situation you can just leave or you can get out or you can go to the gym and you take five, yeah. but you can't must be so awkward when it's with the guys that you, I don't know you have an argument with someone that you're seeing and that, and then you can't avoid them they're just there <laughs> I just think it's it's a really weird kind of and this is going back to the point where you said um about kind of arguments and um is it all real it's also for example say if you're dating someone you've been on a tinder date like three or four times you kind of like the guy which is kind of like we're just using it in kind of normal terms mm. and then Instead of going home, you, you, you're you seeing every single thing that they're doing. So if they went on another Tinder date. Right. Or they go on a date with someone else or they see their ex-girlfriend. Those are the kind of things that you don't see behind the scenes of a Tinder date when you're dating someone normally. But on Love Island, you see everything. So, for example, say you've been dating this girl from Tinder, you really, really like them. And then in a challenge the next day, someone else goes and kisses them. But that's supposed to be your friend. And you're like, excuse me, God. I was just on a Tinder date with him. But obviously that you don't see that. And yeah. um, I think people forget that that kind of element of things is really tough because you don't want to see someone kiss someone that you've been dating. Yeah, that's going to mess with anyone's head. You yeah. Know? Like, that's not a nice thing. To and you've almost to got to with. pretend that, like, you're fine with it because that's mm. the nature of the game and everyone's kissing everyone. But still, like, it's not you're, nice. You're human with feelings. At yeah. The end of the day. It must be, emotions must be so heightened in that kind of setting, I guess. I, th I guess. I reckon people cry much more easily than they would in real oh life. Oh my God, I think I cried twice and I never cry. Like, I'm like made of steel. So <laughs> it was really hard. And like, even with, um, there was a challenge last year about, it was called License to Swell. Mm. And it was basically when um, quotes, would, someone would hold up a quote and you had to guess who said it about who. Yeah. Oh my God, everyone was just like, surely I not. I remember that. I remember that. Everyone that was, was like, surely <sighs> not. Because like, 
emotions were running high. You don't like everyone all hours of the day. Like it was just brutal. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine if that happened in real life. Imagine if you got like a list of all the awful things. And it makes you paranoid. Said. And yeah, it makes you paranoid because you're like, oh my God, when did she say that? What was that about? Bloody blah, blah. And you're like, Mm. So it's like peak stirring the pot so obviously you have to be quite a strong character to go into that villa i think you've almost just got to be quite thick skinned mm. purely because you've got to take everything with a pinch of salt we all say kind of shitty things about our friends in the spur of the moment if you've had an argument it's just a case of just being like Do you know what they said that in the heat at the moment that's fine what's the audition process like so your first interview is a group interview and then your uh, looking down a camera they're asking you questions tell us a bit about yourself tell us what your name where you're from what your hobbies are how your friends would describe you in three words oh my god so you're straight down the camera and I, I was like oh my god I can't do this this is so <laughs> awkward um, so that's the first interview and then the second third are kind of similar like down the camera stuff mm. um, and then you at the end you meet kind of the three top producers wow super interesting on another note that's very different it's what I've been dying to ask is is there someone coming into the villa giving the girls bikini waxes or something? Because I they're wish. wearing very skimpy <laughs> swimwear and there is no no hairs or jaw or anything. I think most people end up shaving, but like I'm a waxer. Like I've just always been it's much a better waxer. For you than yeah, exactly. But by like the second week, third week, I was like, I'm getting some hairs. So we asked in the beach out, we need some wax strips. Like we're on national television. Like mm. I can't have my pubic hair sprouting out of my pants. Um so they bought in these wax strips. And I don't know if you saw, but we were waxing each other. I was waxing Amber's nun. She was waxing mine. <laughs> and it was the worst wax I've ever experienced in my entire life. Like, we all had like bruising. Like, you know, if you don't pull the skin to yeah. like bruises. Yes. We were, all had bruises. We were like, guys, yeah, we can't use these wax strips. Like we're gonna have to get, so, like, get someone in, but we ended up all just shaving. Mm. I know, it was really shit. I, in fact, I'm pretty sure I ended up just like not caring. Yeah. I By the end, I was like, I'm not shaving anymore. Alex, sorry, hun. Like, you're going to have to deal with it. <laughs> and what about when you're on your period? Because, A, like, you know, you're sharing a bed, it's white sheets. You know, most people, when they're on their periods, would not put a bikini on. And, like, because everyone, everyone gets the, the bloat. I know. You know. Most yeah. people were on the pill. And I think I went on the pill for that reason, so that I could go back to back and not have a period right. for two months. Carried on yeah. through. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, because it would be horrendous. I thought it was quite interesting in this this year we saw, was it Josh or someone like shaving his chest and like 
quite funny that they I thought it was good that they showed that actually because it kind of just creates the idea that all these men are just mm. hairless and like they're not yeah they're not you know what else I wonder actually you always see because there's a gym isn't there in the villa yeah so you always see the men working out on screen you never see the you women you do you do see them not I've as often I've seen Laura doing squats and jumps and burpees I think you see the men more than you see the women probably because yeah. the men do it more do they yeah probably <laughs> yeah. all the girls are like yeah we'll be there in five minutes right. and then we're on the bed's like yeah we're not going <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe tomorrow <laughs> maybe tomorrow we'll come bye have fun. <laughs> I just couldn't be asked. honestly it was so hot oh yeah the heat the heat I was just like I don't want to put a pair of sticky leggings on mm in this heat and do a workout it's the last thing I really fancy doing but people don't seem to swim very much or they just not show it because it's boring watching someone swimming I think before you go on Love Island people have got their hair extensions in people have got their nano keratin people have got yeah. their whatevers you know their mm. tapes like they're not going to just jump in the pool like willy nilly mm. I certainly wasn't I don't think I got in the pool once but that's because I can't swim <laughs> um, so yeah okay and so is there much involvement from I don't know producers or someone in sort of looking after the mental well-being or psychological aspect and checking people are okay when they get upset and stuff. So before you go on the program, you have several meetings with the psych. Um, so they're kind of your point of call. If you ever need a meeting with them, um, then that's who you go to, like the, the psychologist. So she's always on call once you're there. She asks you kind of questions beforehand before you even go on it, just to check that you're kind of that kind of a person that can handle the pressure, mm. can handle kind of the media attention when you come out, that kind of thing. Um, and then, yeah, you can call them whenever when you're there. If you're like, mm. oh, I want to I wanna see the psychologist, then they would absolutely cater for that. You mm. can see them whenever you like. Um, they give you a lot of support, emotional support in that sense. I think the only thing is, is that after the show, that's where I think something's lacking. Are you, were you just sort of left to your own devices? I mean, they say like, yeah, you can call the psychologist as, as and when like you please, or the press team to talk about media training, anything like that. But you're not going to call some random stranger mm. kind of three weeks, four weeks after the show's finished or even like months after. Mm. Surely it's more of a case of them being proactive and seeking you out. Because this is one of my major questions that I wanted to ask you. Because obviously... I think this was particularly prominent with your season because yes, Love Island was a popular show, but you know, two years ago. But I think it really kicked off oh, last, last year. year it yeah. went stratospheric. Massively. Yeah. So And you would have obviously been in the villa having no idea. Exactly. So going into it, you probably didn't realise how much this was going to change your life, I would imagine. Honestly, I remember saying, because you you appoint people to look after your social media. Mm. And I remember saying to the girls, like, oh, I'd be happy with like maybe like twenty thousand followers or something. Yeah. I'd be happy with that. I'm, I'd like that. It's fine just like do it like a half half ass job I don't really care and then when you come out oh my gosh so we we went to Magaluf airport to fly home mm. I genuinely got picked up by a bunch of Magaluf hooligans like <gasps> really yeah like picked up over the head like way it's my dad <gasps> from Love Island and oh I was like God. oh my gosh I was like this is so weird it just blows my mind because obviously you're secluded from the outside world in that villa for however long Meanwhile, the public are developing an opinion about you, criticizing you, dissecting, dissecting every past. Like, you know, we've seen Megan, pictures of her have been sold before her before she had plastic surgery. So that's circulating. And obviously you have no idea this is all going on. So you come out and the difference just must be astonishing. Like, is it quite is it quite overwhelming? Oh, it's really overwhelming. And like it's to be fair, I found it really amusing coming out just watching all these memes. Like Montana looks like she's from Monsters Inc. Like a character oh from Monsters God. Inc. I was like, thanks. Um, or like when I was dancing and like basically I was wearing this dress and I wasn't wearing a bra, so I didn't want to hunch over and then my tits to come out. So 
I was dancing like with a really straight back. People were like, oh, I didn't realize Montana wore a back brace. So I was like, oh. But I found it really funny to yeah. watch kind of all the memes and like um, go through all the comments. But I think that's what you sign up for when you go on a show like that. Like you're you're setting yourself up to be criticized yeah. and people are always going to hate on you whether you're the best person in the world, whether you're, you know, a good person, politician, reality star, anyone. You are always going to have negative comments. Um, and I always feel like putting yourself on that kind of platform, you are, you're, you're putting yourself up to be susceptible to that kind of abuse as it were. And mm. I know it's not okay. And I don't think that it's okay for people to abuse people over social media, but it's part and parcel of mm. doing a show like that. And I think people almost take it too personally and like, oh, like I'm being online trolled and blah, de blah. Mm. But you signed up for that life when you signed that contract to go on Love Island. Um, and I think that's what people kind of need to realize as well. Like when people are like, oh, like you said you didn't like Megan, like that's really mean. It's like, okay, well, I got told like an alien when I came off of Love Island. <laughs> so I think I'm entitled mm. to have an opinion on someone. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Did you watch any of your episodes back? Like, did you like how you came across? Did you think it was true to who you really are? Honestly, I tried to watch a couple of episodes and I found it really hard just because it's really weird hearing yourself, hearing your own voice. It's like when you probably hear yourself on your podcast, you're yeah. like, oh, you can't listen to it. I, yeah. Rachel's much better. I can't listen to it. I just cringe every time I hear my voice. Yeah, yeah. it's really tricky. And also seeing yourself kind of give like really shitty advice um, <laughs> or just like some some things that you put on, you're like, why, why am I wearing that? Yeah. <laughs> why did I do that? Or you're going to the beach hut like really early in the morning if they call you up, you're like, why am I doing that? I look yeah. horrible. Well, I guess it would be like if someone just filmed your day-to-day -day life for exactly. a month, you would be like, oh my God, Livy, what are you doing? You yeah. don't say that. Don't wear that. <laughs> don't do that. Exactly. Um, but I've watched little snippets and from what I can see and kind of the feedback that I had from my mum and my family and my close friends, um, they just said that I came across exactly how I was, which I was really chuffed with. That's good. That's really good. So in terms of the friendships that you make when you're in the villa, it looks like, you know, you do form these really close bonds with the girls and with some of the guys. Um, you know, relationship stuff aside, do you keep in touch with the people that you're in the villa with? Oh, absolutely. Like I speak to everybody intermittently. I speak a lot to Liv, Amber, Georgia, Camilla, Gabby, um, and Georgia. So um, nice. Yeah, That's and really I think nice. it's it's difficult because you're all in the same boat. And as much as I speak to like my best friends from home about everything, sometimes they won't get it and that's obviously not because they're not being empathetic enough it's just purely because they, they're not in it and especially when you're going through everything for the first time it's important to speak to people who understand what you're going through um, especially when it comes to like a bit of a crisis or if a story comes out that's not true about you or something like that then it's always good to get someone's opinion who's in the public eye who mm. understands like w what it's like going through that kind of stuff and you almost have to nurture each other I think um, just with what not to do, what to do. And like, I've always been a bit of a grandma. Like Liv always tags me in tweets, just like, <laughs> there's always that one girl who pays the bouncer to not let her in so she can go home. And <laughs> God, I'm like, yeah. So they... <laughs> <me as well. laughs> exactly and that is literally me. Um, and I just think I, I like to try and look after the girls and to keep them out of trouble because mm. sometimes, you know, and Liv, like she's, sometimes I feel really bad for her because I think she gets a lot of stick, but really she's just a young girl who wants to have fun. Um, she wants to get pissed and she loves drinking. She loves having a good time. And, you know, she's really badly criticized for that. And I almost feel like what 25 year old doesn't do that. Yeah. I mean, hello. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I'm really close friends with them. I still speak to Mike, uh, Johnny. I love Johnny. Um, 
Simon. Yeah, I, I oh, speak nice. to everybody. It's lovely. And in terms of the actual relationships, obviously from your season, I think, is the only relationship that's still together, Jamie and Camilla? Yeah. But a lot of them lasted for quite a long time. You know, it's, we're over a year on. We're yeah. We're a year on. I don't know. I think... Do you think it's possible to actually form a real lasting relationship in a show like that? Because obviously it's it's fundamentally an artificial setup, isn't it? It's sort of like putting men and women into a villa and being like, go mate. Yeah. <laughs> go have fun. Go have fun and have sex on camera. I think <laughs> what it is, is that it depends where you are and what stage you are in your life. Mm. Because for me, I was 21 when I came off the show. Um, I wasn't particularly into the person that I was partnered up with. I thought I was at the time mm. because... I mean, it was the best of a bad bunch. Um, <laughs> and also, when you don't have that much choice, you almost kind of... It's weird because you know that the show, the show's premise is if you're not in a couple, you're going to go home. Mm. So I think psychologically, your body um, almost like put, gravitates you towards to like someone. Whereas I don't like people very, very easily Me in neither. the outside world. I'm really kind of like, oof, I get put off by like quite a lot. We get the ick a lot. Yeah, I get mm. the ick. It's disgusting. <laughs> and um, I think towards the last couple of days that I was in the villa, I developed the ick so bad. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I'm so stuck here because... I'm not in love. I'm nowhere near being in love. Mm. Um, so as soon as I left, kind of all of this, the, all of the attention, all of the opportunities were kind of taking me here, there, and everywhere. And I just thought, Do you know, what? I don't have time for a boyfriend. And I'm at this, mm, I'm at a stage, course. I'm at a stage in my life where a relationship isn't the top kind of priority for me. I th I think my career. Um, I put my career first. Absolutely. Which you would do if you're kind of like 21 and you've left Love Island. Like what else mm. are you going to do? But for example, Camilla, who's 28, and yeah. Jamie, who's, I don't know, I think he's 30. Um, they're the people that are kind of, they want to find their soulmate. They've gone on there for that purpose mm. and that's what they've got. So they're more inclined to make it work. I mean, maybe I could have tried to make it work, but I didn't want to. No, and totally fair play to you, quite frankly. Like, you left the villa and had this amazing platform, suddenly all these followers, suddenly a voice. What an incredible situation to be in. Like, duh, of course you're going to focus on yourself. Yeah. You don't want some dude slowing you down. Mm. No, and he was really slowing me down. It was just, mm. it was tragic. Okay, maybe this is the final question. We're definitely going to wrap up soon. But did you never get to the point or were, were there never moments in the villa when you were like, I actually want to go, I don't want to be here. I've had enough. I want to get voted out or something. It was such a fun experience. There wasn't one moment where I wanted to leave. There really? was moments where I wanted my own space. And the only thing that I didn't really like was the fact that you had to share a bed with someone that you were coupled up with. Because mm. for the first six six weeks, I wasn't in like um, a romantic couple. I was just coupled up with people as friends. Mm. And I just felt a bit uncomfortable sharing a bed with some people because I knew it was just platonic but obviously you know what boys are like they're just so mm. they just anything with a pulse goes really and they just <laughs> almost want to get their end away so they'd be really gropy and I just was like why am I in this position like I shouldn't have to like I'm coupled up with someone as a friend and that's when I ended up sleeping outside I slept outside for about a week because I was like I can't be asked I don't blame you I think I'd really struggle with that as well just I hate sharing a bed yeah I, I hate like, sharing a bed you just anyway. want your own space and like you share you're sharing a villa with 12 mm. odd people that you don't really know that well you're sharing a bed with someone you don't know very well it's just it's all very it's all a lot I would go mental I really need like me time by myself mm. yeah you don't get that no I, that's I like I love the idea of being like I want to go to Love Island but I would like, there's only two mental. toilets 
Really? In the whole villa. Really? Yes. It's not very many. That so like you end up just like, guys, I'm going for shit. So no one come in. <laughs> no one come in. Sorry. <laughs> I realise I do have one more question. I yeah, so do okay, I. Okay, okay, it okay. It might be the same one. <laughs> I don't think it is the same one. I don't okay. know. How does it work with like people taking time off their jobs? Because like you can't just be like, hello, I'm going to use up all my holiday allowance, but also I might only use a week of it. I don't really know because I don't know how long I'm going to be in there. And how does that work? Most people quit their jobs. Like I was quite lucky oh. because I left university, so I didn't have any ties. Perfect. But a lot of people leave their jobs. And I think especially last year, I know that some of the girls that were in Casa Amor that only were in it for a week quit mm. their jobs. And obviously oh, a week God. later. And everyone's forgotten who they are. It's not like they're like have now their career is, yeah. you know. I know. So it's, it's a massive risk. And I said at the beginning, um, kind of when I auditioned, I said, I only want to go on if I'm an original. Um, good for you. Yeah. You know, I'm that a bit of a Mardi good. bum. No, good, good for you. Okay, my final question is, are you even able to consider the thought of actually like meeting people organically now to date? I met my boyfriend organically. Did Aww. you? Yeah. Tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'd known him for years, probably about six, seven years. Oh, like we were just oh, friends. That's nice. I know. He was quite ugly when he was younger. So <laughs> he was going to kill me for saying that, but he was kind of hideous. Um, and then suddenly he blossomed into a beautiful butterfly. Um, we went out for my birthday. We kind of like got along really well. We just always the two kind of, of you or in a group? In a group. Right. But we kind of gravitated towards each other. And then... I think we got really pissed one night and then classic. Yeah. And then we got with each other and then literally since then we've been kind of inseparable. That's oh, so that's sweet. Nice. Yeah. yeah that's and that's really lovely nice. that he's an old friend. He's not someone that and you have to question. Yeah, game and, and neither of us looked at each other in that way. Like if you'd have asked me this really? like a year ago, we were like, Oof, like yuck. Really? Yeah. It was one of those. Wow. Oh damn it, that's so nice. I know. <laughs> I don't have any I think I don't even have any male friends who could even be that. Oh yeah, wow. Look family friends. Mm. Look around at the family barbecues next time. Okay, okay. I want to go delve into my history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we probably need to wrap up there on the Love Island interrogation. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my God, I have learned so much and this has been so fun. I've literally loved it. I think we've got a few minutes for a quick dating dilemma. Okay. Shall we do it? I love yeah. dating dilemmas. So this is one that a lovely listener sent to our Millennial Love Instagram DM. So thank you for sending that in. Hey girls, I was wondering if you could maybe discuss what it's like to be chatting with someone on a dating app and then they suddenly vanish without explanation. So the messages are flowing, maybe you've arranged a date and then suddenly they super ghost you. I think it's important to address the effects of having your hopes up and then dashed in an instant before you've even met them. A couple of my friends have had this happen to them and it's been really putting us all off dating, which is a real shame. Would love to hear your opinions and advice. So this has happened to me before. I remember one very notable time I was chatting to this guy on a dating app. We moved to like WhatsApp and we'd arranged to go out, but he was going away for work. So we arranged it in for like a week's time. And um, we got to like a few days before the date and I mean, we were just chatting and I sent a message. And then two days later, he hadn't replied to that message. And that was two days before the date. So I sent a follow-up going, hey, just want to check we're still on for Friday. I think it was a Friday. And um, no reply ever. Like we really? had we had said we were going to oh. go out on Friday evening. Nothing. I tell you what it is. I almost feel like guys are really bad at communicating. And I feel like instead of actually growing some balls and just saying, look, um, I've met someone else. Um, I got back with my ex. Or the actual reason why they haven't responded, mm. they just think super ghosting is an easier way which I think it's the price you pay for going on a dating app and meeting someone unfortunately the trouble is I think ghosting is 
kind of kind of not exactly acceptable but it's a given when you're just in the chatting stage and the dating app but I do think it's unacceptable when you've either met up or talked about going on a date and said we're going to go out and then then to ghost I just don't think it's okay because Mm. as the person who gets ghosted you're then you don't have any closure and you're left feeling like what happened what did I do wrong you kind of super analyze don't you I think if you've got a plan with someone especially like on a dating app you know there's not that many people that you probably match with and you're like do you know what I could actually go on a date with this guy exactly so when you do have a date organized I think it's so important that the guys just show the girl some goddamn respect Mm -hmm. yeah um, and just tell her the honest reason you know we're all human like things crop up if you got back with your ex, shame mm. on you. But still, do you know, you still want to know about it, don't you? Yeah, otherwise it's just mixed signals, which is my worst thing with dating people is that, you know, one minute they like you and one minute they don't. Yeah. I just can't bear the flightiness of it all. My question is, though, with the ghosting thing, what if you're talking to someone on a dating app, they ask you out, you don't really want to meet them? Are you, uh, and say no. Do you just say no or do yeah. you just not reply? I think no, you, I don't, think don't ghost them back. I think say, them. look, I'm really sorry, but I just don't feel like... Um, there's any point in us going on a date yeah. at this point. I, I just feel like we don't really have that much in common. Right, I have some people I need to do that to. <laughs> <laughs> just no. say you don't have, do you, do, yeah, you don't feel like you have that no much time. in common. Yeah. Okay. No, but then they'll reply and be like, then why have you been talking to me for three days? Oh. Yeah, why have you been talking to them? Oh, I don't know, Montana. Don't, see, <laughs> I think girls are just as bad. Girls are just as bad. I feel like some know, girls just are. just talk to boys, it's like out of almost like pity to like fill yeah. this empty hole that they have. Yeah. And then instead of just being like, because they actually don't like these boys. They're just we like, do do they're just that. chatting to someone for the sake of it so they can fill up their day with it's messaging just something someone. to do while I'm watching Love Island. Exactly. Something to do in the breaks. Exactly. <laughs> so I feel like, I'd rather, I'd so rather be on my own than talk to just random boys who I don't actually get along yeah. with. Preach. I know. But then you never know when you might meet someone that you're like, oh, actually, we do click really well and we're going to go on a date and it's great. Only speak to someone if you would actually go on a date with them. That Mm. needs to be a rule. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. And then try not to take it personally if this does happen to you Mm. because... It's not you. It's them. It's the culture. <laughs> exactly. And if you get ghosted, then don't ghost other people back that will bring bad karma. Mm. I think you should be the bigger person and just treat people the way you would like to be treated. What a lovely note to end on. My mum always used to say that to me. It's very good advice. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Please, if you've enjoyed today's episode and every episode, if you've listened to them all, that is, please do subscribe, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts as this helps other people discover the podcast. And please keep sending in your dating dilemmas and disasters. You can slide into our DMs on Instagram at millennial underscore love or you can email us at millennial.love at independent.co.uk and every story will be kept anonymous. You can also join our Facebook group, which is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash millennial dot love. Montana, we cannot thank you enough for coming in. It's a pleasure. We know you're super busy and my God, how good I feel right now that I just have the answers to these burning <laughs> questions. I know. I'm glad I could solve all your problems, guys. <laughs> Honestly, so much solving has occurred and now I feel like a weight has been lifted. I'm glad. I'm glad. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been so great and we hope everyone else has enjoyed and enjoys the rest of the series. Do you feel funny watching it now, this year's series or not? I don't like it. I feel like someone's in my house. I'm like, <laughs> get out of my house. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, the series will commence and we will obviously be here discussing. Have a great week, everyone. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hmm. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.